0: Welcome to another deep dive episode of Helena's Cell Phone. Now, for months now, stone-cold Steve Austin has been feuding with Vince McMahon and we have been getting television gold out of it every single week. When you have a great story like that, eventually you need to rest it in order for the in- so that you don't burn out. And so, what happens instead? Basically, I want to call this the uh, the plot of Devil went down to Georgia.
1: Where this oh, okay. <laughs> this supernatural
0: being has decided to uh, to
1: pick on this hillbilly for a little while? Oh, I, I thought there was a fiddle contest, and I was like, "Oh, isn't I there?" Wait for this. Like metaphorically. Oh, okay. there's a lot of fiddling. That's <laughs> yeah, for sure. They, they fiddle about. They do. Is, they do Jesus
0: fiddle Christ. about. Okay. Um, we are talking about Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the lead up for Rock Bottom. I'm Aaron Benoit, joined always by Bobby Hankinson, our resident historian. Hello. And Eric
1: Silver. Oh, the big eregowski Ar- <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is?
2: before in preparation for this episode i tried I, I was trying to see if austin and undertaker talked um about this in that stone cold broken skull sessions yeah. um interview show on the w network and just it's it's i i can't get over the undertaker's voice when he's not putting on the affectation where well, it's just
1: you like see, Steve? He, yeah it's like it's Here's so
2: weird that i was like i can't believe he talked like that for, like, what, 30 years? I mean, like,
1: constantly? And it didn't change his vocal cords. No, it
0: didn't. It must be painful. If you close your eyes during that, you you almost couldn't tell where Stone Cold ended and Undertaker began. Their voice patterns are very, very... Like, they're real Texas voice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just, yeah. it doesn't sound like the
2: Undertaker at all. I never... Like, if you were like, whose voice is this? I'd be like, mm, Road Dog. I have, like, no idea. <laughs> uh, it's like
1: the Masked Singer, but for, like... <laughs> Uh, heel wrestlers from the Attitude Era.
2: I once tried to do an bombing on. <laughs> Jenny McCarthy's like, I don't know, it's a Barack Obama.
1: I still haven't watched an episode of that show. Me neither. It's okay. It is worth your
2: time. Well, but why? Um, because it's. I mean, it is beyond ludicrous and in the most fun over the top way like they really do or like this is the dumbest thing you've
0: seen and we're gonna lean completely into it well it might not be because i do see like the last two minutes of it when i have dvr'd lego masters from week to week oh, i
2: haven't watched lego masters yeah. is it good? it's
0: probably not good like i don't know it's not as it's it's not as interesting as ink master they make some really cool shit out of legos but it's a lot of just Will Arnett vamping.
2: Well, I can't wow. wait for um, Stone Cold to interview him and hear what his real voice sounds like.
1: <laughs> well, you see. Uh, no, Michael, my illusions. <laughs> so on Lego Masters, they, they all just follow the box, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the, they've got the numbers. It's okay. Form
0: fourteen B. Oh, like that's a, hey, hey, a chicken. Hey, do you guys have one of these? I think I'm missing one. Can you lend
2: it? Actually, on Lego Master Junior, they do everything. It's like eight plus, and it's all six year olds doing it. That's what's <laughs> really impressive.
0: Um, so this started. Um, this started ludicrously enough in and of itself. If you remember last time, after a uh, Survivor Series. Austin was stripped of his right to ever challenge, basically, for the title again. Enter Judge Mills Lane, who has ruled that the contract between um, Austin that Shane McMahon offered him is still valid, and Austin is owed his title shop. It will be against The Rock the night after
1: Survivor Series. Was this a clip I saw? No. Okay. No, I just started with the stuff that was... was, I'm like, okay, Judge Mills Lane, of course. (laughs) um the people's judge (laughs)
0: to which which uh to which vince mcmahon got very angry at stone cold for bringing in a bunch of legal eagles he used that exact term
1: man everything is just it's like he doesn't know how to how to just refer to something without, you know, some kind of pop culture. I'm
2: just always so confused reference. about like who is an authority figure and who is not and <laughs> who's supporting whom's and like what? We're for judges, we're against judges, but we're for cops. Like I don't understand.
1: Yeah, like, supposedly Vince Incorporated, right? So <laughs> he does have his own legal evidence. That's what I mean.
0: <laughs> so that and we're at that match. Um and if I remember correctly, so um, Mankind gets the corporation distracted. Um, the announce team is, is selling the shit out of the stunner for this. Basically, it's the way that we hear about the RKO now. It can come out of anywhere, and once you get it, that's it. There's no way that you're kicking out once you've been stunned. Um, eventually, Austin hits the stunner, stunner. The ref is pulled out, and then before Austin can get the win... Taker comes in with Paul Bearer carrying a shovel and hits Austin in the head.
1: Yes, that Mm -hmm. is a thing. That is what happened, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, So then we get to the following week where we're getting um, some video of a live show that happened in San Jose in which Austin passes out and we're being told that it's because of a concussion that he received from getting hit in the head with the shovel. We're all, we're all together on yep, this? Yep, okay. yep. Um, so then we go live to Stone Cold in the hospital. Oh boy, you, the hospital set.
2: <laughs> First of all, I thought this was a much better hospital set. I the curtain on the side was a nice touch. Okay. Um, something that was like, tripping me up about this scene is Austin seemed very concerned about his sheet coverage. And I was like, <laughs> is Austin not wearing pants under that sheet? And that's literally all I could think about the entire
0: time. Well, yeah, it's funny. He's he's obviously been admitted, but he's wearing a Stone Cold T-shirt and not a gown.
2: Of course. But it'd be like, I would love for him to have been in a gown with, like, snakes as arms. Or like, no, 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 no. Wait, you know what it would be? It would be a fake stethoscope made of snakes.
0: Wow. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to need you to walk me through this a little bit. I'm not I'm not so seeing the map. So you know
2: like um first of all, uh Real Housewives of New Jersey, Margaret Josephs makes like um superhero scrubs for like sick kids very cute but imagine that so like a hospital gown with like a fake doctor's little uh hanging around the neck and okay the so we're so talking, about, we're,
0: talking drawn about, on. we're talking about we're talking about Stone Cold's custom uh-huh. hospital uh-huh. Uh, like uh-huh. hospital gown yes, that yes. you can buy on the WWF uh, WWF shop just send a checker money order for thirty nine ninety five. I mean, we want you, our little soldier to
2: get better yeah if you order now they'll throw in the WWF Attitude A De Parfum uh,
1: oh, along with right. that <laughs> We'll talk Stay
0: about tuned for
1: the Oh, that I'm, next sure. Week. I'm sure. I'm um, sure. okay, wait, wait. Did we notice that when uh, Austin was cutting this promo, it seemed like he just thought it was the funniest fucking thing while he was he like couldn't stop smiling. He was just like, I'm just really, really I need to start, you know, I need to start wrestling soon. Like he did not sell that he was upset it'd
0: be kind of funny if because he was concussed he became like smiley guy steve austin <laughs> <laughs> and that's the bottom line and join me for it
2: friendly steve austin warm and friendly stone cold. <laughs> uh
1: i also caught did you guys catch the ap system no uh the ap system while he's talking paging dr howard uh <laughs> dr doug please call surgery <laughs> really and then, and then I also pretty hey, sure. Hey, I heard, hey, hey,
0: hey, Doctor Doug. He's he's great with the kids. He's like, I'm Doctor Doug. You know how he yeah, comes me. in with a
1: fuzzy nose. <laughs> oh. He never actually prescribes medicine. It's only jokes. Actually, you know what? Which is
0: laughter is what
2: the best medicine.
1: Right. This is. Oh no!
0: I think this might be a few weeks before Patch Adams came out. Oh, I was gonna it's say. It's like literally right around this
1: time. Wow! Well, I wish we had that in the intro. <laughs> uh, they I, they also. I'm pretty sure they also said. Doctor Beavis, please come to emergency. <laughs> like, I was just like, whatever, man. Someone's having a great time over that, over that, uh, on that foley work. I guess is what you would call it. It, it was Doug Beavis, famous recording. <laughs> announcer. Sorry, Doug. We usually try to be professional here. Um,
0: speaking of being professional, you have a concussion. Now take this medicine and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone knows the best thing for a concussion is a good night's rest. Yeah. Uh he's still a better patient than McMahon, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. He lets Low them bar. do what they <laughs> want. Did you and then of course we got the heartbeat monitor? I like the
2: heartbeat to <laughs> the heartbeat monitor. I thought it
1: was a little bit. I mean, like they're just going back to the same well.
2: But I, I kind of like the um the parallel. They're drawing the you know, we because it just happened so recently that in a way it it, uh, it it didn't. It wasn't like a hard swerve, but I was like waiting for more callbacks. So the fact they didn't deliver, I thought was like kind of like a nice bait and switch there. Okay, I'm telling you right now, I actually loved so much about this story. So I hope you guys. Wow, okay. I did not. Okay,
1: um, <laughs> um, I I think I'm somewhere in between. Oh, yeah, we're wow. we're Goldilocks. Wow. Yeah. So okay, wait. So then then Undertaker comes right. Mm. Uh
0: yeah. Uh well first the Doctor who who is. Horrible actress uh, asked for his autograph
1: and says, you need to get some extra rest. She was definitely from a porn, right? This this (laughs) felt like it was a porn.
2: Okay, well, it's funny you mentioned that, but continue because we're going to go into this soon. Okay. okay.
1: Well, then, at the
0: end of this segment, a hearse pulls up in um in front of the hospital, and I don't know if you remember watching the um the hardcore match. This was the same night as the ladder match where Mick Foley lost the hardcore championship, I think. But during that match, Jr. will not shut up. That that was a hearse. We saw a hearse there, and this is that hearse. And this
1: is that hearse. Why does the, the hearse, hearse have an emergency light? Like what? It's a hearse. Like where? Where? What's the rush? <laughs> like, is somebody dying? Did
0: it have like a? a I'm, I'm waving my
1: hand in a in a circle. It around wasn't my, like turned a, on, like a... but it was in one of those orange like emergency construction type lights on top. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what? What lights are you running? You're never gonna like every whatever you're going to. It can wait.
2: Well, but, but if the guy you're kidnapping suddenly wakes up and is finding his way out of the hearse, <laughs> I think you might want to signal for help. I got a
1: hearse of
0: Austin <laughs> right here. Wouldn't? Isn't that like um, maybe like uh, when you're in a funeral procession, you turn your headlights on to let other drivers know that you're part of
1: the procession? Yeah, but a hearse doesn't need to no, let I anybody know. I, I, so, <laughs> Oh, oh, is this hearse that part of that
0: funeral procession? Just a, oh, is that hearse cutting off that funeral procession? What an <laughs> asshole. Just so that you know it's not an off-duty hearse. That's <laughs> like a, it's that's it's not a, a joyride hearse. Hey, you know? hey guys, this, this hearse is not here for, for personal this is, reasons. This is a service hearse. Please do not pet it.
2: Listen, this hearse ain't going to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so. So Austin is taking his concussion nap. Yes, his, his <laughs> medically prescribed concussion nap. <laughs> when what do our wondering eyes do appear? With the Undertaker and Paul Bear with hands full of chloroform rags, <laughs> who both just start
0: hugging him.
1: Okay, um. now
2: this is where it kind of turns into a porn for me. Oh, sure. Um, So first of all, the sheet is unraveled, and immediately my eyes are eagle, like, is he in his underwear? I can't tell. Is he wearing sexy Calvin Klein briefs? He's not. But for a second, it looked like he was. And listen, I'm not someone who is into feet, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm truly not. I would tell you, dear listener, I have very little shame about my sexual proclivities. Feet is not one of them, but for some reason, Austin's exposed feet, which I have never seen because he's always in boots, Yeah was like suddenly felt very like almost like a victorian like wrist was
1: flashed yeah. you know what i mean i was like yeah, it was super intimate
2: it, it got like it got like a little sexy and they're kind of like wrestling and i was like what what am i watching like what yes. is this
1: i i agree with a lot of that also i i did have the note that i can finally update my wiki feed entry for all <laughs> You know, it's like it's like when you have, it's like a Pokemon that's really rare. You just gotta collect them all. Like I am again, I am not
0: into feet, but yeah, because in, what's in, into these feet in my head? No, is it just that you're not usually into feet? Because I I feel like I have it in my head that you think feet are gross.
2: I don't think Nathan thinks feet are
0: gross. Okay,
2: I'm not like well, I I find feet like hands or fingers like they're nothing like they just they do nothing for me in either direction usually. But something about him and his like comfortable shorts yeah. and no and like. Even just like his exposed knees felt
1: weird. Like He he was Matt Riddling.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's very, it just was, it's so weird. I feel like I'm used to seeing Austin in the same uniform, like a Simpsons character. (laughs) Matt Riddle
0: me this. (laughs) (laughs) So they get him into the hearse and to, to go along with your, your porn scene. The first thing that uh, Taker says to him is this is where you get off. (laughs) Once they show up Oh, that's where that's where Bobby got off. (laughs) Once they show up at an open grave where there is a camera set up, presumably so that Undertaker can film his vlog.
1: I honestly I, I just I'm just really excited to see Undertaker do his job. It's just really nice to see somebody who like is in their element.
0: That's true. Honestly, we all know Undertaker records all of his videos like on the car
1: dashboard. <laughs> oh god. He's sitting in the Kmart lot and he's like, "Now here's the thing. If they come for my guns." <laughs> I am all about the
0: Red Devils, but the White Ghosts are more important. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that, they okay. so they dug a hole. Mm-hmm. Then they went to get Austin.
1: Mm-hmm. and then they decide, no, this hole's not deep enough. We need to dig in a little bit more. It's literally like like this whole stuff is literally like like this a, whole stuff. this, this, this whole stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this big hole. No, but like the the part where they're like where he's like, you'm I'm, I'm gonna bury you alive. You know what? No, burying you alive is too good for you. I'm gonna embalm you. It's very much like like Austin. Like, hey, hey, you, Vince, you look at this knife. What about this bow? What do you think about uh? Have you have you ever been to Turkey? Like, <laughs> it's just like, what is happening, guys?
0: I think uh, I, I remember this Wu Tang album. I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Pick you into a bomb chamber and bomb you alive
1: but it's also like one person doing all of it. <laughs> it's like no man, you just you committed to the one thing you're going to do to this person. You can't just be like no 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 no, I take it back. Okay, you guys,
2: I know you think I I know that this is all very cheesy. But it also, I I found this very fun. I found this all extreme, it felt like watching Riverdale. Like, that's what it reminded me of. You know, Riverdale has, like, actual monsters and shit, and you're like, what is this show? But Wait, it's us? It's fun.
0: I haven't watched it. I got off after season one.
2: Oh, oh, it takes wild turns. Bobby
0: got off right away.
1: Yeah, I
2: (laughs) I, I get off watching Riverdale regularly. But... Uh, Bobby like loves hot, sexy of. teens. Um, they are not teens, believe me. If you don't think I've checked every one of those ages <laughs> on IMDb, if you don't think I have IMDb confirmed everyone's age, you are incorrect. Okay, KJ Apa has been fair game for quite some time. Um, and plus, I like older guys. We know this. Anyway, um, not feet, yes, older men. So, it reminds me of, like, Sabrina and Riverdale, and there's, like, it's stupidly spoopy, and I am kind of digging it. It's still at this point. Go on. Yeah, it's it's...
0: Yeah, I think that you just described my take on it yeah. pretty well. It's this is dumb fun. Oh, sometimes it's very dumb, but but again, we're when we accept that somebody like The Undertaker exists in this world, then... And not only that he exists, Aaron, but that this is what he chooses to do with, with his that time. existence. With yeah. his time. With his
2: powers. He's like, I can levitate, I can call lightning, <laughs> I could teleport, but you know what? I want to beat the shit out of Stokel's Steve Austin for something. <laughs> like, like I want to be a wrestler of all things and not like um, raise an army of the dead and take over the world, which is what I would do if I had supernatural powers. This is why
1: I'm happy that you are just right where which you
2: are. Which is why I should, I should not have superpowers so I would absolutely be a super villain. Yeah. really no
1: you would not no
2: i know but i would probably do things that were pretty untoward
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no an untoward man <laughs> um you would be uh did you watch the boys no oh okay would he be the gill guy yeah he oh, would wow that's <laughs> yes. not, i don't think it's a compliment it's not um, so I, can say, I, I, I know who i am <laughs> no no so i yeah i think like every time like there are things i like about undertaker but but every time we go a little too far into oh, Undertaker's right. life. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm like, I always it just everything just like bristles up for me. I'm like, no, they're they're just adding more shit to his like very convoluted uh, backstory that never ever will make any sense. And
0: we have twenty more years.
1: <laughs> and, I this. mean like
2: and it gets so I mean like oh boy, I can't wait for you to see some things. No. All right. I think we're both very close. Very, yeah, yeah, we're not far from it. But. Within
0: within the next year, some shit's going to You're going to lose shit's your goddamn go
1: mind. All
0: right. Are we ready? Well, right, right. Are we well, ready, ready on. for so, live embalming? So well, 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 first, so Austin wakes up as they're trying yeah. to bury him. Um, so that leads to Paul Bearer ethering him again um, and... Uh, not in a Nas
1: way. Right, I was going to say.
0: Um, and then that's when they decide that they're going to take him to a funeral home and they are going to embalm him alive.
2: They're going to embalm him alive, so they say in the next scene, when the hearse pulls up, like, that that looks like a funeral home. And immediately <laughs> I thought, what does a funeral home look like from the outside? Like, what is the defining feature it's of a It's got one of those flashy lights. It's the oh, no.
1: <laughs> oh, Wait, how it? do we know this home isn't just <laughs> involved in a procession? <laughs>
0: Every funeral home I've ever seen has a green awning.
1: No. No, that's definitely...
2: Exactly. 100% true. You know, okay. this, <laughs> we each saw one funeral home in our hometown, and that's what we just think that's what all funeral homes look like. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, funeral homes don't have a uniform... Actually,
1: watch. uh... Aaron and I used to live near the near the cemetery, and there were a ton of funeral homes like right by there.
2: The funeral home in my the hometown I grew up in was called Smith Semen and Quackenbush, which I think is the most hilarious name for literally any business I've ever heard in my entire life.
1: I am. I, this is my
0: living will right now. I when I die, I I will have your body need processed. To be,
1: need to be. There made. will be semen involved. I promise.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> man, no, but we will. Um, don't worry, because Eric and I will make sure that you're thoroughly chloroformed first. <laughs>
1: Yeah no, wait. We have to wait till you die, right? (laughs) Because let me tell you what's not good. Not necessarily. So then, um, uh, they're gonna
0: put him on the stone cold hard slab. Okay, good one, Paul.
2: This is where things start to get like another kind of porn category here. Because like there is, and I'm not saying this is a porn category I even enjoy. I actually personally do not like this kind of porn. But there is especially, there's a gay porn category. I don't know if straight people do it. It's a rape fantasy. It's it's a little, but like uh, at least in the gays, it always starts like someone is sleeping and then there's like some fondling and then they wake up and they're like, what are you doing? Never mind, I like it. And so at least like, yes. they get, at yes. some point consent is achieved. Can confirm um, this is
1: a straight category I'm, as well. There's
2: also... Straight up rape fantasy, but that I, I can't even go near that. I, I, that yeah, grosses yeah, me yeah. out too much. But even this makes me uncomfortable. But anyway, that's also this reminded with the cutting of the shirt, and Austin's doing. <laughs> yes. a, and Austin's doing about as good of a job as the guys in those porno movies do at <laughs> pretending like they're
1: unconscious. Yeah, <laughs> so. like, oh, what, what is this? What's this in my hand? But as Paul
2: Bear is putting his arms together, whatever, and they're threatening to be live bo- embalm a person, and to me, the grossest thing. Is Paul Bearer's bare arms. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> he has like a short sleeve button down, which already. <laughs> um, then he has his, like that weird does plastic he have a tie on like
0: Detective Sipowitz. The
2: whole thing is so gross. And his arms, I mean, like the true color of Paul Bearer's actual flesh is so hideous and disgusting. And it's I'm sorry weird that he
1: doesn't use makeup. He doesn't, why does he use makeup at all? But it's, like,
2: rest in peace, uh, Percy, but. His oh real name
1: isn't Percy either. That was his, another stage name. Really? Yeah. We've covered this on two other episodes. <sighs> I'm
2: sorry, my brain is a sieve, you
0: guys. I don't um, remember what his real name is, though.
1: I don't remember either. Is it, what,
0: Percy Pringle, Pringle was, was, was the, was the, was the, was the was other, was other. Was his other straight his his stage other, name? Yeah. Was it Paul something? It's Paul Blart. Paul Blart. That's
2: it. Um, but his arms are absolutely disgusting, and I was like, Hah! I just like did not want to look at them anymore so badly, and I guess I never realized that you know they're always covered
0: bill moody
1: bill moody also a stage name but for <laughs> someone else
0: well it's actually william <laughs> um so then undertaker spouts off some nonsense about you need to understand death in order to become immortal
1: oh i thought it was the the nonsense that he says before he lifts up the thing no. the embalming thing oh that no <laughs> he's speaking in tongues uh that no i think that was his like intro to uh embalming latin of course they took in high school
2: it was i thought for a second he was i was like is he just basically singing mama number five was like, <laughs> Amanda, Samantha, Miranda. i was like is this are we just like uh singing mama number
0: five now or what's at, happening? at one point i i went back a
1: couple of times he definitely goes banana yeah. <laughs> It, it, I wrote down, it was like Mayor Pete trying to speak Spanish in Nevada. <laughs> or Bloomberg. Yeah, like oh, uh, uh, Gracias for having me here tonight.
0: <laughs> I know, I have no idea what kind of hell world we'll be living in when this is released, but oh, thank God it's neither of them. Yeah. Yes. Well, well all right. All right, I can't even. Let's. Yeah, I need to move quickly fair. on before I just jump out this window. Kane, it's Kane.
2: It's Kane. I love, I mean, like, I thought... Again, this was so fucking fun. Undertaker's about to go. He's about to get him, and as he's like drawing this huge—I I don't, I don't I would know, call it a dagger. Uh, was it a, it, It's so, but like a dagger makes it sound smaller than it is. It's it not didn't quite even look a like sword. a knife. It's not a sword. It's not quite a dagger. It was almost like a gothic lifestyle railroad spike. It's a what swagger. it felt like. It was bizarre.
1: It looked like the thing that that Austin should have shoved up Vincent's yes, ass. Yes, I would
2: have. I would have so much more preferred that. Uh, but Kane comes oh, in. Oh, so it
1: events. <laughs>
2: a whole other porn category. <laughs> uh, I think then Kane comes in and I am loving this Kane face turn.
0: I do too. I love it. Um I love <laughs> I love Paul Bear screaming,
2: Kane! It's Kane! <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Paul Bear goes to finish the job, grabs a pair of scissors, he's gonna dive in at Austin, then Austin wakes up, stops him, and I thought the best acting that I've seen Austin do was then Austin sort of like roll off the table, scurry away, oh. and like looking like he's a little like uh, like really coming out of it. I'm like, this was fun. This felt like an episode of Riverdale to me. It really did. It was super fun.
1: I liked it. Yeah, man. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was, I was. I I thought it was like weird and not exactly my favorite thing. I mean, like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna shit on it and say like. Oh, this is a terrible thing. But you can like, also shit on it yeah. if you want. I mean, you know how much I like to shit on things. Um, another type of porn. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 think for me it's just a matter of like, I, I. This okay, you know what? This wasn't as bad. I think it gets worse. Like it, I disagree. As with... as it's the, the later stuff gets a little worse for me. See,
2: I disagree. We'll 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 talk about that shortly, but I think there's a case be made that if you to not like this kind of thing in general, that like this kind of thing is what it, it is, what it is. but I think of this sort of like distraction-y um, more entertainment-y over-the-top stuff, I this was like a pretty well done and something completely different um, and I think it's, you know and uh, we don't see any of this now, everything happens that happens, it's, it's almost too sport-focused now, I miss a little bit of the crazy bullshit like this A little bit of like the the backstory, a little bit of the Rogue Gallery kind of Batman villain kind of feel. I miss having a little touch of it. I wouldn't want everything to be like this. Well, but isn't that that, uh, Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt's the closest we have now, but I mean, but like that's that even that's why that feels so fresh and different but even that's just like but interview it, segments and in ring stuff
1: well
0: uh i don't know i'm thinking about um don't you, don't you, don't you
2: dare fucking say the house of horrors match or whatever no okay.
0: very very close though i'm thinking about when uh randy orton went to the shed where where sister abigail's body was and he burnt down the shed and like stuff like that yeah, but i'm talking thinking like um the new day in the wyatt compound that match they that
2: the they had a match in the wyatt compound that was really good
0: matt hardy versus bray wyatt and oh what do they call it the final deletion or something that was no final deletion deletion was was matt hardy versus um but something like that yeah
2: no i i i like that stuff i don't think they do enough of that Uh, characters in general they don't have to be creepy and they don't have to be spooky and they don't have to be different they don't necessarily be like these crazy locations but like I just miss having a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun, a little bit of what's happening outside of the arena.
0: Is it almost I don't know, maybe like because there's all like the the your total divas and your miz and misses, maybe those kind of things could have been better incorporated more into like stories like this and like Hollywood stories. And but because they're now their own kind of entity that. Even and this is not part of this episode, even, but like you think of like Mark Henry and China's date and stuff like that. I miss stuff like that. We get a we like
2: it's, they do it very rarely now. Even like the Seamus and Cesaro, I think when they were in the bar fight that one time, like, but that's forever ago. And then now.
0: we've got um, we got Otis now with uh, Mandy. with Mandy, which is a fun story. So I, missed... I think I think it's it's still peeking in a little bit, um, but there's. But what is Otis's deal for? Like Otis is a great example because like
2: what do they do when they're not wrestling? Because it's like they can be people. So what are they doing? Like what is Otis's life outside of wrestling like? Stakes and weights. I know, but I, I, does he run a gym? Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like what does he do? I'm kind of curious.
1: Sounds like you want jobs back in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I'm a uh, ch- chiropractor and a wrestler. And then we wind ah, up with the wrestling uh, reiki master. And then we
0: wind up with Doctor Britt Baker which i like
1: you like her i right. do but i would like a little i GTS? like her a lot
2: yeah. more now then i think she's a much better as a heel yeah um anyway yeah anyway so, back to um
0: and then so it. speaking of uh mark henry's date with china um which could have been a deep dive in and of itself i would say the same night that that happened uh austin shows up attacks the headbangers and the icp um, he is back on the hunt again. This time, his quarry is the Undertaker, and he's carrying a shovel. And he's checking walk-in coolers, and he's like, really checking walk-in coolers. Like,
1: <sighs> I hated that shit. The Undertaker might be hiding behind some boxes. Like, hee you'll never find me. Yeah, it felt very, felt very like uh, Scooby-Doo. Like he he opens a door, uh, Paul Bearer and Undertaker pop out of another door. And then he he goes back to the other door, and then they come up from some, like, you know, barrels. Like... I liked it. Sorry. I liked it. It's fine. Some people like cartoons, and some people are adults. <laughs> I liked this
2: week's stuff, and I liked it. I actually wrote down, and you're going to hate me for it, because I, I was like, I think people are kind of, like, working at the top of their intelligence here. What? Hey, look, I didn't say their intelligence was particularly high. Yes. Like, I was saying... Yes. He's looking for the Undertaker, he's looking around like everything. Kind of like, um, to me at least, everyone's actions, especially in this week's like stuff that was happening in this episode we're talking about now, like I feel like uh, every action had like an appropriate reaction, like as it was a little cat and mousey, and I kind of like that.
1: Okay, I mean, yeah, no one seemed to,
2: I don't think maybe you could say that like it was dumb that Austin would check a freezer for him, fine, but he was looking everywhere.
1: No, it's not it's not that he would check a freezer for him. It was just that like the things that were happening were not compelling to me. Like... I I could buy that I could buy that, but I also think that it's like a live production thing that like we don't have time to like build a, a, a yeah like the cat and mouse outside. aspect of it wasn't very cat and mousey for me and I was I'm like, talking was... more as
2: it like goes on and like develops throughout the night because yeah. like I think there's like some interesting like twists and turns and people like like legitimately gain the better of
0: one another. Well, so let's say uh so Austin is checking a walk in cooler and then Undertaker pushes him in. Paul Bearer starts screaming instructions: uh, "Push him, lock him up!" Like as he's doing it, and so
1: yeah. Do you think Undertaker's like, "I know, I know how a fucking freezer well, works." Well, I was gonna push him, and then I was gonna be done. Yeah, uh, and then I was gonna swing the door open. He's
2: not gonna get up, right? I pushed him. It's cold in there. He's stone cold.
1: Hey, he's a snake, and actually, if you if you cool down a snake, it will just be lethargic. <laughs> um. So now Austin is locked
0: in the cooler backstage undertaker comes out i have no idea what he was talking about here he's just rambling saying darkness were uh evil times as always ministry
2: I was always most fascinated by his face, Um, and I think his most powerful power, which is to make his eyebrow ring levitate off of his own face. Because (laughs) I swear, I want to be like Undertaker eyebrow ring watch because it is just week after week. It's like I swear, how is it not distracting him like in his peripheral vision? Like how is it not swatting it like a cat?
1: Do you think the teardrop tattoo actually migrated up his face (laughs) and metallized something?
2: Has to explain it because like his body is rejecting this eyebrow (laughs) ring so badly. Just gonna keep heading out and then just flop in front of his eye one day. But I can't imagine that he it doesn't see it like in his like peripheral vision. <laughs> like, like
1: I want him to be like swatted. It's well, so... no, he does see it but that's why his eyes go back into his yeah. head.
2: <laughs> it is so... I'm waiting for him to walk by too powerful of a magnet to have it just come ripping out. So,
1: okay, wait. At what point do Taker and Kane have what I call the uh, Marriott Conference Room Brawl? The Not fight yet. with all the... Not yet. Moves. Well, because okay. at this point um... Undertaker calls
0: out Kane, who comes out, and that's when all the white coats are following him. Nice touch. Oh. Uh, this was a, again. Yeah. This, was, this was what I thought was like yeah. a smart move. Like they that. were like,
2: "Let's take out Austin. Then we're going to get Kane committed, um, and then no one can stop us." Again, mm. this was like a, that. That that to me makes
1: logical sense. I mean, and I'm using the term logic
2: incredibly loosely.
1: But by the way, side note: there were people in the audience at as this was happening who brought whiteboards as signs, which I think is just so fucking cowardly. <laughs> Like what do you you couldn't commit to one idea, like oh we says the guy carrying who carrying you alive is is two says the guy who uh, always does two slammies. yeah well look at least I wrote them out <laughs> I'm not like wait 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 uh, let me let me go back and retake this <laughs> um those guys are 100 percent wrestlers right
2: yes absolutely they were taking bumps left and right uh-huh um, and also like. I just love, like, orderlies that come in, you're like, a straight jacket, got it. And they're like, in a nightstick, and you're like, wait, what? And, like, that's the part of I was like, what? Is that, is that typically part of the uh, orderly, um, like, uh, toolkit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A yeah. nightstick? Or did yeah. it, it just, like, big boss been like, I don't know, grab a straight jacket. Here's, like, a metal pipe. Candelabra? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was waiting no, for. No, every
0: day, you, you punch in, you grab your nightstick sure. out of the uh, the big trough next to it. Um so then it goes, it cuts backstage, and the shot is of the walk in cooler where Austin has been locked in, and the door is open. Now, at first, I was like, are, are we to assume that Austin somehow escaped this walk in cooler, or are we to assume that Kane let him out? Because at first, I was thinking the latter, but then the more and more I thought of it, then. Or the former, and then the more I thought of it, the more I came on. It must have been word to yeah, believe they let, let him out.
2: Well, whenever I was a child, my mother used to teach me if
1: I ever get locked in a freezer. <laughs> right. You had to punch out the brake lights, you had to get the emergency light in the hearse. Yeah. If you're ever going to be buried alive, punch out the emergency light at the top of the hearse. They will not be able to have a procession follow them.
2: I mean, the thing is, why they didn't show it to us is because I'm sure what happened was Austin was just banging. They're like, hey, let me out. And then Too Cold Scorpio walked by and was like, huh? And just like open the door. And they were like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they don't to see that. It's okay. It's okay. Also, Stone Cold, Too Cold, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> it's all adding up. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I kind of thought the same thing, too. I was like, did Kane let him out or did Austin just do it? I am leaning towards Austin broke out, actually. Really? I don't think that Kane was intentionally trying to help Austin until um, he accidentally helped Austin. And then Austin was like, hey, you big son of a bitch, let's work together. So I feel like Austin would be the one to
0: mastermind. But, but, said, but then it does. It makes not to sound like Vince McMahon, but it makes no. Because, OK,
1: so the way that it, the lock worked is we're talking about a, a slider outside. You realize that that Undertaker was saying literal nonsense and was going to live embalm Austin, whatever that fucking means. <laughs> Does it, I don't, like, basically, once he stabs Austin in the chest, Austin's dead. Yeah. <laughs> the balling is, is fact, not going to be live. You're doing him a favor at that point. Right, like, you've actually ended it quickly. So go on with your mechanics about this lock.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm just saying the lock was unbroken. You could see the slider, and the slider hadn't been shattered or anything like sure.
1: that. I think, I think he got let out. I think it was that um, Chicago cop. <laughs> that
2: Richard
0: Jewell-looking motherfucker.
2: I love that so much. Uh,
0: okay,
1: so um, then we get to Eric. Oh, the Marriott conference room brawl. <laughs> we got these tables, and we'll throw them around in the tables. Okay, so uh, they, Taker runs into Austin... Right. Or I guess, no, Taker, no Taker, Taker comes into the conference room. Taker and Kane. And ta- yeah. And Kane, Taker and Kane are fighting each other in the conference room. Uh, and then I guess Kane knocks out Taker.
0: Other way around. Taker knocks out Kane. Taker knocks
1: out Kane. Paul
0: Bearer goes to get the orderlies. Right. To, to take him away. And, at that point, while Taker is trying to put Cain in the body bag, right. that's when Austin comes from behind, <laughs> comes from behind with the shovel yes. and hits the ghost in the back of the head.
2: I love this whole like that whole sequence of events is very cool. I saw it coming. I mean, the Marriott thing is is I mean, the setting is terrible. Yeah, sure, but I mean, this is. But again, this was like they had a plan. You could tell their you like their plan all lines up. Of like, we're going to put Kane in this body bag and then we're going to have them taking, he'll have them taking away. Like, that's still going. And Paul Bearer is gone and it makes sense why he he wasn't like, anybody want coffee? I'm going to get coffee. No, he was like, I'll get the orderlies. Tracks. And like, I got this under control. Tracks. Like, everybody was like making decisions that made sense. Not like, like when we saw the Stooges who like all had to get coffee all of a sudden. Like, this to me was like, okay, I'm following the story. Like, if I saw this. Like, a lot of times WWE does Scooby-Doo, and they can't even do that right. So at least they're doing Scooby-Doo right. You know sure, what I mean? That's, okay. what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it is still definitely gonzo Scooby-Doo bullshit,
1: but it, it, everything's lining up for me here. Okay. And continues to. Okay, so then they take, uh, quote-unquote, Kane uh, away. In the body bag. In the body bag. Because,
2: you know, I mean, and I also would not have checked a body bag.
1: Well, no, but... First mistake.
0: But the mask... Oh. They put the mask on him, which means that Kane is walking around
1: with two masks. Well, yeah, it's it's very uncomfortable. When you wear a mask under a mask, it's like so, it's so hot. Oh,
0: oh, oh! my mask is getting all sweaty. Let me take this one off and put on a yeah. fresh
1: one. Oh, is your face cold? I, I've had these two on for a while. My face has been too hot. Here, have a mask. Look,
2: when the rest of us are all getting coronavirus... Kane two masks, he's gonna be out there fucking feeling fit as a fiddle. Kane is yeah, mask for mask, right? Yeah.
0: He's hoarding all the masks. Right. He's, he's got all the Purell too.
1: He's uh yeah, he's got Vader's mask underneath just in case.
0: <laughs> well he won the mask match. Uh yeah. So Paul Bear is waving at the ambulance. And uh, while this is happening, like Mark Henry and Chyna are dancing in some bar in Baltimore. <laughs>
2: wild <laughs> so fun
0: i really was trying to figure out and and listeners if you know the neighborhood in baltimore i was trying to place it i couldn't find any street signs or anything um please please let me
1: know we want to make a a, a hajj bar
0: i wish they could tell
2: it sooner i'm gonna be in baltimore on this saturday oh
1: um okay and then then paul bearer Realizes he he does he run into uh he runs into Austin. This was very very funny to me when he's he's screaming
0: backstage to get the orderlies and then he runs into Austin and he screams and then he opens the
1: walk-in cooler door and he sees Kane and he screams again. <laughs> okay, and then and then Austin takes Paul Bearer and uses scissors on his shirt. Which doesn't make any sense because it has buttons. Like, (laughs) why would you? It's actually easier to unbutton a shirt than it is to, like, make a clean cut with the scissors. The crowd
0: is screaming for this man to plunge scissors into the fat
1: man's stomach. Screaming for it. They want to see blood. Well, thank God we got the. I have an even better idea. (laughs) I swear to God, scissors are too good for you. Uh, And then, and then Austin starts speaking the uh, (laughs) (laughs) the ancient Sumerian he took in middle school. Mega like a -a high, mecca ho, (laughs) mecca like a high, mecca chani ho, banana.
0: Uh, and their decision is to open a sewer grate and dump Paul Bear in the sewer, which must have been kind of a complex spot. Like, right? Did they just like dump they him just in the sewer?
2: Literally dumped him in a sewer. <laughs> they
0: never I... got him again. <laughs> Actually, no, they, they really did. Bruce Pritchard had to go down first to make
2: sure it was safe.
1: Okay. Do you think that? Like,
2: I don't know about. That. I mean, like, yep they they put him in
1: a sewer. Do you think? Uh, do you think Paul Bear ran into Edge when he was down there? <laughs> <laughs> Edge is like, do you want a slice of pizza? <laughs> This is my rat. Oh, <laughs> There
2: was a rumor for a while. This He's was, my sensei. They thought this might be inspired by true-ish events that revolve around Road Dogg and Billy Gunn that were driving a rental car. Uh, Billy Gunn went to toss Road Dogg the keys or vice versa. Missed, and the keys went down a sewer grate. And they are like, fuck, I don't want to call this rental company and have to like deal with all this stuff. We have stuff to do. So Billy Gunn just ripped the sewer grate off and just jumped down and grabbed it and got in the car and drove away.
1: He's so heavy. I he's very strong. Well, as we know, he's the best athlete in all of WWE. Um, I totally imagine that when uh <laughs> when Road Dog and Billy Gunn are like in a rental car, they're just throwing the keys at each other like <laughs> fastballs like hey keys again! are like they're, they're sitting in the drivers in the passenger seat but they instead of
2: passing the keys to other they have to toss them over the car <laughs> Just... into the other hand <laughs> think fast Just... he's like look I'm never going to stay in my top athletic form if we're not constantly
1: practicing <laughs> Billy Gunn's got his arm up some cow's ass he's like I think I got this
0: this is amazing you guys are stepping on my slammy a week before <laughs> it <What>? happens
1: <laughs> It's all right. I have, I'm still keeping it. I have two. You can <laughs> borrow. <one. laughs>
0: uh, so then it all comes to a head on December
1: seventh. Um, let's
0: see what happened.
1: I truly wrote. I'd rather talk about the beat performers doing the cologne commercial. <laughs> oh, we, we will. We will. Oh, um, we will. I can't read my writing. This is
0: the tag match. They get set up? Oh, oh no, 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 no! Because, oh. because first we go backstage to Austin, who is just like talking incredibly fast to uh, some stagehand about how angry he is about yes. this happening, sounding like uh, Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Yes, uh, that's what I, I apparently had to was writing down so furiously <laughs> that I couldn't hey, read me it. Me, <And it's> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I don't think I'll go. go, go. And some chambray shirt is just nodding too.
1: it's I wish the King of the Hill was on Disney Plus. It might man. be on Hulu. Why? I mean, not everything can be on Disney Plus. I know. But Why really can't one. it? It's, then we I, could, I just give, the I could just so give my good. money to one thing. It's so good.
2: <laughs> King of the Hill's a great show. I have to
0: re-watch. What, did, what would? What if Bobby yell when he kicked people in the nuts in that one episode? I, don't, I have to Dear rewatch so much. much. Oh, it's been a while. God. Um... I don't know you. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So then what was, what even was the tag match at the end? I didn't even write it down.
2: The So the, oh. it was the Mankind and Austin, right. Rock versus uh, Rock Undertaker. And before yeah. that, of course, Mankind, always looking for a friend, uh, leaves a note for Austin and a, and a garbage bag full of beer.
0: That was really it was nice. was so cute. Oh,
2: I missed that. He wrote the whole note and he was like, like, let's be. I forget what the note says now, but it was like, have a cold one before. It was very sweet.
0: And then at one point, Taker is, has the, the big. Uh, oh, no, because then The Undertaker. God. That's what I'm, that's I'm getting all, all jumbled. Getting together. all jumbled. Yeah. Okay, so The Undertaker comes down, then Taker has this long. Our journey stops in your purgatory, and then the evil of what the is hell. Will... <laughs> <laughs> and then the bowels, and then the. Beelzebub, <laughs> and also the... Lucifer. And the Lord of the Flies. <laughs> and Piggy will get his head cracked by a rock. <laughs>
1: Boo! <laughs> Beeljuice, Beeljuice, Beeljuice. Candyman! What? Oh, no, don't say that! Oh, that new one looks so scary. But then the
0: lightning strikes the taker symbol and it all goes up into flames. Okay.
1: Okay, what... When do we get to the part of the crucifixion?
2: Um, I'm sorry, Uh, there was no crucifixion. Right. Austin was tied to
1: a symbol.
2: There was no cross. (laughs) It was a symbol. I don't know how you could possibly miss the fact (laughs) that that was a symbol. I I, I truly... Unbelievable.
1: It's weird because Austin 316 says... (laughs) Not religious. I was hung up for your sins. This
2: was uh, not a crucifixion. A crucifixion would be on a cross, and this was on a symbol. This so, was
0: a symbol fiction. So <laughs> at at the stadium, the Taker symbol goes up in flames, and then are there like does it go to commercial? And some stagehands come out with some uh, with fire <laughs> things like
1: yeah,
0: yeah, putting it out. So then during Austin Mankind Rock versus Taker, Mankind gets cuffed to the ropes uh austin is strangling taker with wires taker hits him with the ring bell um king does a nice job selling that he just had a concussion actually so good for you king well someone's gonna pick up the slack on that commentary too man because michael cole is is lost (laughs) (laughs) that
2: poor guy i forgot how i mean like michael cole's been doing this for a very long time now and i'm so used to like current day michael cole who is like a veteran and a stalwart that I, like, forget in the beginning just how terrible Michael Cole was and everything. Oh, like, just uh, the mere till, sight wait of Wait till him, next week. The mere sight of him makes me, like, shudder. How bad, like, every time he's on the TV being like... even as a, I remember, like, watching this as a child and being like, that guy sucks. Yeah, it's pretty
0: bad. So the Druids come out, they bungee cord him to the Undertaker symbol, and then they, uh, they raise him up in a mock crucifixion style.
1: Symbol. Symbol fiction.
2: This was... Wow, I mean, it is, this is bad. This thing, this I did not like at all.
1: At one point, Undertaker goes, Austin, I've taken you mind, body, and soul. And I was like, these are amazing (laughs) (laughs) vows.
2: Is that from Love is Blind?
1: (laughs) I was just waiting for the Love is Blind references
0: to start flying. I still haven't watched it. I don't think I'm going to, I don't have time.
2: Uh, I, we have to talk about this afterwards. So I was like, should we do like a special episode about Love Is Blind? Because <laughs> I
1: kind of want to. You know, I already pitched the like. Um, I would love to do wrestlers. And uh, uh, Love Is Blind. I would love to do the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Any of these things, I will do commentary on.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, no, it it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. This was, and this is,
2: fa- I mean, this is famously one of the things that everyone hates. So this it was just like it was bad. It was stupid. No one thought this was cool. No one thought this worked well. Everyone hated it.
0: You liked it, I Aaron Aaron Benoit. I like that final shot of Austin hanging up there, Undertaker
1: beneath him, like summoning the powers of hell. I like it. You you know what? Here's the thing, you can you can tell with those things that everything was for that shot, yeah. but like everything else was. I mean, it, like. If you just had that shot by itself, you'd be like, wow, something awesome must have happened. And then when you see the context of it, you're like, no, none of this was that awesome. And again, I want a picture in the arena, them
0: lowering him and getting him off of the uh, the symbol.
2: Yeah, well, I, I want that extra
1: attitude clip. <laughs> oh, God. And then he stuns the symbol somehow. Like, that's like, just just the fact that like, they made like handholds for him to hold on to that's while his he, arms were strapped. It was just so You know what? You guys,
2: the devil's in the details. Uh and that's why this Oof. is not scary. Because the details yeah. are so but like the product, like you could see every seam on this and it that's it really kills it.
0: Yeah, if they had just driven uh spikes through his wrists. yeah. Then, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Or even like tie him up with something that looks a little more like in barbed wire or like
1: Or just or, even just a or, black. Or needle. if you if you just I don't know if you find a way to gimmick a rope so that when you tie, so that you're tying his hands and his hands are tied and his, and they're free. You know what I mean? Like having him hold on to a, like he looked like I mean, a Lego man.
2: And also, he is like the biggest star in the company and I get why they want to be extra careful with suspending him over the fucking stage. But also, you could also just not do it. Were See, they ner- in
1: the fucking toilet? He's a,
2: he's a
0: contractor. Were they nervous about this at all? Like, uh, about him getting hurt? I'm
2: sure they were. I know there was nothing really, I, I, I Cannot imagine that they were not constantly terrified of Starquill Boss being hurt because <laughs> he is printing money for them like a hand over fist. So yeah, I'd imagine a- they are hand nervous. over scale.
1: <laughs> uh, oh wait, uh, head over tail. He's yeah. the Ereboros. He's just got
2: <laughs> constantly swallowing himself. Bad. I think I think this was very. Uh, this is not my favorite part of the story. I like I liked the week before much better, where it felt like a little bit of a cat and mouse game. Um, but this is all setting us up to the next pay per view. Uh, rock bottom. Rock bottom. I just want to say Judgment Day because it feels like it should be Judgment Day, <laughs> but... but it wasn't
1: a bottom; it was a rock bottom. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh,
2: rock bottom. Um, to the very live match. You guys are stupid. I love you.
0: <laughs> I love you both.
2: We love you too. Oh. Uh, this was not fun, um, but now, but it leads to this blow off which we will talk so much about in the next episode alright done
0: love us disagree want to
1: oh god uh,
0: I throw it to you guys week. you I should know, know at I this n- point
1: n- n- want to uh, embalm us just newly dead <laughs> <laughs> want to cut off our shirts very gingerly with a pair of scissors
0: <laughs> <laughs> let us know email us at helena cell at gmail.com get updates on facebook or twitter at helena or tweet at us individually erica prime silver bobby and bobby hank and Aaron at Slow Pass. Our theme song is There Are Traders in Our Myths by Disco Vietnam and our artist by Alexis Yavni. Find links for both in our episode notes. Please write and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your
1: podcasts and we'll be back again next week with Rock Bottom in Your House. Please don't use scissors. Just like my, I at least open the buttons on the shirt. Like, I like the shirts I get. <laughs>
0: Eric is always so frugal when it comes yeah. to his. I wear these things uh, t-
1: until they're in the grave.
0: When, when Eric is dead, he's going to be wearing every shirt that he has. No, <laughs> that's he, not comfortable. Too hot. I don't want to be
1: too hot in the grave. <laughs>